0: Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. It's Turkey Day, and I am stoked. As you're listening to this, matter of fact, as I'm listening to it, I am in the woods in a tree stand hoping that the buck of a lifetime walks by. So let's talk about everything we got to be thankful for. Stay tuned. Welcome to No Sanity Required. From the Ministry of Snowbird Wilderness Outfitters, a podcast about the Bible, culture, and stories from around the globe. Well, it's, it's interesting, uh, coming to Thanksgiving in 2020, of, of all the years, this has got to be, for most of us, it has got to have been the craziest year. I mean, it's just look back over, over the last uh, 11 months and who in the world would have expected what this year was going to bring. It has been crazy. Um, obviously the uh, the pandemic uh the covid epidemic pandemic lockdown quarantine whatever you want to call it has thrown the world into total chaos and confusion and then um somehow i think that just set the stage for um intense social conflict in in our society in america and so from race riots to um antifa sort of flaring back up again and uh, a crazy election year with um, all the drama that goes along with that it's just crazy to look at 2020 and think holy cow could we please just move on to the next year on the calendar and we know it doesn't work that way it's breath after breath heartbeat after heartbeat we've got calendars and years and dates but man it's all just part of time and history and so so as we're sort of entering in officially to this holiday season, which, by the way, my family kicked this thing off over a week ago when Christmas decorations started going up and Christmas music started getting played. It's really funny. A lot of people I know that drives crazy. I like it. Once it gets cold and the leaves are off the trees, I, I really enjoy it. And So um, I, I just wanted to, to walk through some things that I've got to be thankful for. I just want to share with you things that I personally have – to be thankful for, in the middle of a crazy, crazy year, some things that I can give thanks for, so I want to do that, and then I want to read a couple of liturgies from the ever moment every moment holy book um, that are geared around feasting and thanksgiving and holidays and things like that. and um, some of you will be familiar with that book. we used it a lot back when we were doing our morning meetings live streamed at Snowbird. So I'll read from that and uh, and then give some thoughts from scripture. Um, that uh, I think will be, will be helpful and insightful. So um, first, let me tell you what I'm thankful for today on this Thanksgiving 2020. I'm thankful for my family. I'm so thankful. I'm thankful specifically that Kilby and Greg are in the sovereignty of God off the mission field for a short season and here with us for Thanksgiving and that they'll be headed to Uganda, Lord willing, very soon. Um, but for now, we've got them here and been able to enjoy having them here. I'm thankful that my son Tucker, who's my second born, um, is walking with the Lord and he's, uh, we made a hard decision to move him from, uh, Cherokee County school system, Andrews high school, reclassify him as a junior and put him in a private school about an hour and 10 minutes from here so that he could reset, do his junior year over again because of the football recruiting process. I'm thankful we did that because it's a very difficult academic institution it's stretched him it's pushed him and he's learned discipline he drives an hour and ten minutes each way each day it's about 51 miles but they're curvy mountainous miles he's learning a lot about responsibility and manhood he has thrived on the football field and we're starting to see some really fun recruiting like conversations with some, some really good programs for football and he's doing well Kilby and Tuck are both serving Jesus, loving Jesus. My son-in-law Greg is has had the opportunity to travel and preach and speak in different churches and and share their story, their mission. And I'm just so so Greg and Kilby and Tucker. I'm so thankful for where God has them, um, each sharing the love of Jesus with those around them and using the platforms God give, gives them for that opportunity. Tuck recently. Got to lead a Bible study with a group of players, and he's really the only outspoken believer on his whole team. And his team represents 17 countries. It's an international school, and there are kids there that board from 17 different countries. What an incredible ministry opportunity. Kilby and Greg served in Belgium this year before the uh, breakout of COVID, and we're working in a church in Belgium that has members from over 60 countries. So what a cool global gospel impact. Um, next, I'm thankful for Laylee, my third born. I call Shortcake. She's the sweetest thing, and she is the toughest thing. Laylee does, uh, she she does things a little different. So she's 15, and she's the most self-motivated 15-year-old girl I've, I've ever met in my life when it comes to the way she lives her life. So Laylee's an athlete. She plays basketball and soccer. So five days a week of basketball practice right now. On top of that, each day she has uh, set aside an hour for her own physical training workout. So typically that includes barbells, kettlebells, weights, free weights, um, metabolic conditioning. And then uh, she loves Jesus. She's absolutely in love with Jesus. And I had the opportunity the other night to sit down with Laylee, and she shared with me what God's been teaching her through study in Genesis that's connected to our youth group, um, which by the way, I'm thankful for Braden and Courtney known as, uh, who lead our youth ministry. Braden's a youth pastor at Red Oak church and the investment they've made into our kids. And lately sharing with me things she's learning that's so insightful. I was being very challenged by it. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for what God's doing in her life. Thankful for Juju and Mo I talked about them just, uh, on this past Monday's episode. Hopefully you enjoyed that. I'm thankful that they're thriving. They're doing well. They're healthy. They're lively. Moses is starting to ask good questions about the gospel. Juliet made a profession of faith last year and is starting to show the signs and the fruits of discipleship and loving Jesus and walking with him. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that Moses is asking those questions with my wife, with little and with Kilby It's been incredible having Kilby and Greg home because Moses has a really cool relationship with Kilby and just cultivating those questions. I'm thankful for my kids. I'm thankful for Little, my wife of 26 years. I'm thankful that she loves Jesus and she loves our kids well and she cooks good and she keeps an amazing home and she has the love of Jesus that goes out of our home and she's on mission in the community. She runs the pinwheel program, the firefly program. Those are tutoring programs at the elementary and middle schools. She has a jail ministry where she really cares for the most vulnerable women in our society, and our community. And I'm thankful for her love for Jesus and her resolve to to love him well and to love us well as a family. I'm thankful that my marriage is healthy and Christ-centered and God has protected it these 26 years. So I could go on and on and on. I'm thankful for my church. I'm thankful for the community of faith that I'm a part of. I'm thankful for... um my extended family, cousins, brothers, uncles, aunts. I've got such an amazing extended family. Um, I'm thankful that, that I'm from a mountain family. Mountain families tend to be close knit and tight and it's just awesome. I'm thankful for extended family outside of the mountains that I married into little's family where we're spending Thanksgiving week for the 20th, 21st. This is our 21st year doing Thanksgiving with the Williams family in middle Georgia on their farm and, Riding four-wheelers and golf carts and going deer hunting and coyote hunting at night and throwing the football and raking leaves and having a big time and eating more than we should and watching the Christmas story and watching uh, the Grinch and having an incredible weekend ahead of us. I'm thankful for all of that. I'm thankful for this family. I'm thankful for the love and support of the Snowbird community. This year, in a COVID year, this year, listen to this. I'm thankful that in the year when 92% of camps in America shut down, we quadrupled our previous fundraising record. People without us asking poured financial support into Snowbird Outfitters so that we could stay open and proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm thankful that in a COVID year, we still ran it over 70%. And thousands of students heard the gospel and had life, life-changing um, experiences at Snowbird. I'm thankful for the staff here. I'm thankful for the Snowbird Institute. I'm thankful for the leadership in our ministry. I'm thankful for what God has done and is doing through this ministry. I'm thankful for uh, the impact of the gospel through Snowbird Wilderness Outfitters. I'm thankful for food. I'm thankful for shelter. I have a house, a bed. I've got a vehicle. I've got health I know that for some people this year, you can't quite give thanks for health because you might be in a situation where you or a loved one is terminally ill or where COVID might have struck your family and someone went to be with the Lord or went into eternity. We can be thankful that God is the author of not only this life but the next. There's so much we can be thankful for. And I want to read from this. um, I want to read from this. Book. It's called Blessing and Celebration. This is from the book, Every Moment Holy. This is volume one, and it's incredible. And uh, I want to read to you from this. It's called A Liturgy to Begin a Purposeful Gathering. A Liturgy to Begin a Purposeful Gathering. Now, this is done where it's a responsive reading. So there's a leader, and then there's a response by the people. But I'm just going to read it all. The leader says, and so we are gathered here uniquely in all of history. We particular, we particular people in this singular time and place. And then the people respond, accomplish your purposes among us, O God. Tune our hearts to the voice of your spirit. Wake us to be present to you and to one another in these shared hours we are given. For it is you, O Lord, who have so gathered us from our various places, and you alone who know our hearts and our needs. Among us are some who arrive anxious, some who are lonely, some who suffer pain and sorrow. May we, in our joys, find grace to enter the sorrow of others. Among us are some who arrive rejoicing, hearts made light by good news, good health, glad anticipation. May we in our sorrows find grace to embrace the joy of others. Let us prize these moments and care for one another deeply, for each of us and our relationships to one another are precious and fleeting. Amen. Let us prize these moments and care for one another deeply, for each of us and our relationships to one another are precious and eternal. Amen. Breathe upon our gathering, O Spirit of God. Grant each of us a place to humbly receive, to faithfully serve, that we might know in this brief gathering a foretaste of that greater communion yet to come. O Father, enlarge our hearts. O Spirit, expand our vision. O Christ, establish your kingdom among us. Be at work even now, O Lord. May your will in us in these hours be accomplished. Amen. And then I want to turn uh, to a second liturgy here that I want to read that's it's pretty long, um, but it's called Feasting with Friends. i will to do this, and I'm going to share uh, a thought from Scripture, one verse, and then we'll be done. It's called A Liturgy for Feasting with Friends. To gather joyfully is indeed a serious affair, for feasting and all enjoyments gratefully taken are, at their heart, acts of war. In celebrating this feast, we declare that evil and death, suffering and loss, sorrow and tears will not have the final word but the joy of fellowship and the welcome and comfort of friends new and old and the celebration of these things of food and drink and conversation and laughter are the true evidences of things eternal and are the first fruits of that great glad joy that is to come and that will be unending. So let our feast this day be joined to those sure victories secured by Christ. Let it Be to us now a delight and a glad foretaste of his eternal kingdom. Bless, O Lord, in this feast. Bless, O Lord, as we linger over our cups and over this table laden with good things, as we relish the delights of varied texture and flavor, of aroma and savory spices. Oh, yeah, like uh, sweet potato casserole. Mm Mm-hmm of dishes prepared as acts of love and blessing of sweet delights made sweeter by the communion of saints. Ooh, little buttermilk pie, sweet delights. May this shared meal and our pleasure in it bear witness against the artifice and deceptions of the prince of the darkness that would blind this world to hope. May it strike at the root of the lie that would drain life of meaning and the world of joy and suffering of redemption. May this our feast fall like a great hammer blow against the brittle knot Shattering the gloom, reawakening our hearts, sit, stirring our imaginations, focusing our vision on the kingdom of heaven that is to come, on the kingdom that is promised, on the kingdom that is already indeed among us. For the resurrection of all good things is already joyfully begun. May this feast be an echo of that great supper of the Lamb, a foreshadowing of the great celebration that awaits the children of God. Where two or more are gathered, O Lord, there you have promised to be, and here we are. And so here are you. Take joy, O king, in this our feast. Take joy, O king. And then it says, Glasses are clinked with celebratory chime, and participants in the feast savor a drink, admonishing one another heartily with these sincere words Take joy, all will be well. That's cool. So kind of a toast right there. And then. The final cry, all will be well. Nothing good and right and true will be lost forever. All good things will be restored. Feast and be reminded. Take joy, little flock. Take joy. Let battle be joined. Let battle be joined. Now you who are loved by the Father, prepare your hearts and give yourselves wholly to this celebration of joy, to the glad company of saints, to the comforting fellowship of the Spirit, and to the abiding presence of Christ, who is seated among us both as our host and as our honored guest, and still yet as our conquering King. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, take seat, take feast, and take delight. Amen. Isn't that good? What a good liturgy for Thanksgiving, man. I love this holiday. It's probably my favorite holiday of the year. Um, just being with family and pausing from the craziness of life. It has been a crazy year, but I want to leave you with this, this thought from scripture and everything give thanks and everything give thanks and everything. God is sovereign. God is, God is over all, in all Colossians one says it in Christ, all things hold together. And so the reason that even in a crazy year like this, things haven't unraveled and come completely apart is because Christ holds them together. And we can know this, that there's coming a day when all wrongs will be made right. There is an everlasting kingdom that will never end where justice rules and reigns, where there is no pain or suffering or murder or the killing of unborn children or racism or social injustice, where nothing but good and Cheer and joy and purity of of everything abides and reigns with jesus forever it It is just overwhelming to think about, and I hope that today, as we give thanks, we can give thanks knowing that and there's a lot that we have to be thankful for, even in a crazy time, because the worst day in this life will give way to a perfect and perpetual eternal kingdom with God in heaven with Jesus forever. Amen and amen it's funny. I'm sitting here at my uh, desk. It's actually a, uh, a couple of days before Thanksgiving. I'm sitting here at my desk and I'm watching our sheep and uh, they're running and bucking in the, in the pasture down there. You know, how, how violent can a sheep buck, you know, <laughs> bucking and kicking and running. I think, man, those sheep, all they got to worry about is the grass in front of them and the grain that they eat in the evening or the hay or whatever. And many of us, we have so much to worry about, but let's set that aside today and enjoy the goodness of the Lord. Come and see that the Lord is good. Taste and see that the Lord is good. His mercies are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness, and let's rejoice in that. Amen. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody, and I hope the next few weeks are an awesome and joyous season and occasion as we celebrate the advent and the coming of Jesus. I did want to make you Aware of resources, Snowbird will be putting out a daily Advent guide, uh, daily Advent readings, and then I'll be doing some stuff on the podcast here at NSR, talking about the coming of Jesus the first time, and and then also looking forward to what uh, the the future kingdom is going to be like in that second Advent. It's going to be awesome. Looking forward to sharing it with you. And uh, again, thanks for joining in. As always, for tuning in, to no sanity required. We appreciate the support and the feedback that we get from you guys. And happy Thanksgiving. Everybody. Thanks for listening to No Sanity Required. Please take a moment to subscribe and leave a rating, it really helps. Visit us at swoutfitters.com to see all of our programming and resources. And we'll see you next week on No Sanity Required.